What's up, y'all, and welcome to NAR Talk, episode 13. Woo! Yeah, 13. Did I nail it? Got him. All right. It's, uh, I'm your host, Corey, and with me as always is Lori and Tripper, the ham slapper. <laughs> sick as hell. <laughs> always sick. Staying <laughs> sick. I stay sick. What's a ham slapper? I don't know. He slaps hams. I went to brown sugar. <laughs> All right. Slapper don't rhyme with with Tripper at all, but I was just like, Tripper's the ham slapper. I can live with that. Better than a ham slipper? Um, Yeah. (laughs) Either way, they they all sound Ooh, I just thought about it. Like, I felt it. Like, it was all warm and slimy, like, in between my toes, like, with the glaze. You know what I mean? It was all sticky, too. All right, no talk. God, I love ham. Like, a spiral cut. You would. Glazed ham. You would. I don't like uh, deli ham, though. Like the thin, you know, yeah. like a sandwich. I don't like ham sandwiches, but I love. What about the ham. thick spiral cut on a sandwich? But what's with the spirals not going all the way to the bone anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like when they cut them. I so see you can make a dope ass stew after you're done. Oh, smart. that's the best part. That's delicious. When you boil with the some bone. Beans. Yeah. All right. Good I like intro. pastrami. Uh, I like an Italian. Thank sandwich. you to everybody who's been waiting for us. Yo, can we just to get our shit together real quick? Hold and continue with our talk? <laughs> I love the sandwich. Mm. Rye bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's delicious, right? Let me tell you about a sandwich. <laughs> the Reuben. Is the, oh, is the just, king I was just thinking of all Ruben. sandwiches, and here's why. Come on, because it takes elements that by themselves are not that good, mm. but put them together, and it makes the perfect sandwich. Like corned beef or pastrami, Reuben? I don't understand the question. It's only corned beef. Okay, all right, fair enough. Some people fuck with pastrami though. They're not real New no. York Jewish because, like I am. Because pastrami is good by itself. So I was like, he must be talking about corned beef. Yeah, no, I love pastrami. I actually love corned beef too, but. Like Thousand Island dressing or Russian dressing, either one? That's nasty. I thought it was Big Mac sauce. What do you think Thousand Island dressing is? No. Surprise, it's Thousand Island dressing. Shit. Here's the secret. Secret sauce. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Lori. Lori so No, I'm opting out. Y'all <laughs> can you guys can take the podcast and go Sandwich wherever talk. you want to go. I'll you- kind of just Glaze over until like a glaze I hear on something a ham. that I give a shit about. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I want to thank you guys for listening and sticking with us. I know we missed a week or two, but I think we're back on track now. We should be good to go. Should be. Um, we'll see. We got a couple things coming up. Uh, Day of the Dude, two-year engine and frames, two-year anniversary, May 27th, I believe. Yeah, it's a Sunday. Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, one of the weekends. Which one? It's you're not supposed to wear white after. Oh, I got it mixed up already. Never mind. <laughs> Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. May twenty seventh, Sunday. The start of summer. Labor Day is the end of summer. Right. Don't wear white after Labor Day. That's it. Yeah. Don't tell me what you can to do. start wearing white 
Memorial Day. Don't tell me what to do after Labor Day. Don't tell me what to do before Labor Day. Just don't wear white. It's Just to Labor be safe. Day. Yeah. And then chopped and trashed. Fuck. I'm, I'm never going to get it right. What is it? Trashed and... Thrashed. Thrashed. Thrashed and trashed. Chopper bash. Yeah. It's going to have live music. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. There's a there's there's been some bumps in the road because all the bands that we wanted to come in are, are doing other things. So you know we're gonna go move on to the B list of bands. But it's August 18th. But it's but but by the time they're on stage, they'll be our A list. So yeah. you know anybody that we talk to from here on out, it's not our second choice. So Hootie and the Blowfish, get at me. Serious. That's a twofer because you get Darius Rucker's country stuff as well. No, no, I just want Hootie and the Blowfish. That's the twofer. You get yeah, both. Yeah. yeah, you get Hootie yeah, and, and the Blowfish. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that is oh, still shit. to be decided. Uh, the concept is chop, Chopper Bash. Yeah, what was that other fat guy with a harmonica? Blues Traveler. Blues Traveler. John Popper is not fat anymore. Is he dead? I don't think so. Oh. He is thin now. Oh. I think. I thought you meant by not fat anymore. He was dead. Oh, no. <laughs> that made sense to me for some reason. If you die, are you no longer fat? <laughs> Technically, you're no longer. You're going to lose some weight. At all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Y'all are terrible. Terrible. Uh, Nartok has its own Instagram. Yeah. Look at that. It's like 21st century out, this motherfucker. We also What's have the a- handle? What is a handle? At. At Nartog Podcast. Did you say what is a handle? Yeah. Are you serious? Do you not know that that's no, what you call it? I thought it was a username. It's weird. This I noticed that you guys what started calling it like? handles in the past couple days. Like, oh. This is a recent what? thing? What? What do you mean the past couple days? Who's <laughs> is you guys? I don't know. The world? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like... <laughs> It's the handle. Like that's you don't like use a CB radio. Oh, CB radio. Yeah, I noticed that's what Evan called it the other day, and I was like, I mean, yeah, I know what he's talking about. Well, because but I've never I think heard it transcends it just the Instagram world. People like remember people's Instagram names before they remember their own names. <laughs> so. At our talk podcast, what's your twenty? Yeah, exactly. Well, we got a phone number. That's so like you see that guy's face, but you can't remember his name. But you remember that his name, like his Instagram handle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No, is that mm. me? Yeah, I I don't know. You don't see people in real life. No, I've, only I've on had Instagram. To, I've had to describe people as to other people as their fucking Instagram names. Right. So it's a handle. Anyway, Nartalk I mean, like, Podcast. Know, ding dong four twenty. Instagram. Find yes. us, and uh, we also have a hotline you can call. It goes straight to voicemails, and we'll never fucking answer. But feel free to. Uh, you Call know. and leave us a message. And the funnier you are, the more chances you have to maybe end up on the fucking podcast. So don't call and be a moron. Or do call and be a moron. But be funny but about it. But be a it. funny moron. Yeah. Clever moron. Um, it is kind of cool because uh, it's like a legit like voice answering machine. Like it has a, a play button. A landline there. play button answering machine. <clears throat> and um, I can hear it come on in the shop. So if anybody calls during the day, you can hear the little like intro. And then you hear their message, and then you laugh about it. It's funny because it doesn't ring; it just kicks on. So, like, like I can hear you talking. Like I'm so not used to it. 
Yeah. Sounds and like then when police. we come in in the morning, we get messages, and it's just like, you know, it's like 1997. So the number is right. 804-658-4825. Call and leave us a message. Or 804-65-TIT-25. That's the best I could come up with. Wasn't it okay, tit? Or, or okay, tit. Yeah. Or old tit. Old tit 25. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's our new handle. It's like a Tom Waits song. <laughs> <laughs> old tit 25 isn't anything like that was that your yeah. tom waits impression i don't listen to tom that, waits that was, that that was pretty good right was it? that's how he sings yeah right? it is because there's that guy and another guy by the that, way he's an amazing actor like any any movie that tom waits has ever acted in is is killer he does a great job so go check it out all you nartok listeners <laughs> what real. else is going on tonight Corey? corey has got the stage <laughs> Creating podcast number 13, lucky number 13. Old tit 25. <laughs> um, we got one phone call for tonight. Uh, a gentle fellow by the name of Bill who has been very patient because we're going to call him on Monday, but today is Thursday. We are recording this. So I've, I actually called him yesterday because I forgot to email him and then realized like, oh, fuck, it's 730. He's expecting a phone call. Oh, man. And when I called, I could tell he was excited. He was like, hello? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he was like, Eesh. oh, I was like, tripper yeah. sick again. And he was like, that motherfucker. And I was like, I know, calm down. He was real mad. Then he called you the bubble boy. Oh, that's nice. Because of my mask? <laughs> no. <laughs> because i'm sickly yeah i was like trevor's sick a lot i think and he was like he's like the bubble boy i got moves like 1970s john travolta yeah that's exactly like that's it. where my brain went i was like oh yeah he's just like john travolta staying alive staying alive so yeah he's got uh he's put putting together a shovel head and he's got some questions about aligning drive drivetrain alignment questions which i know we have discussed um sportster which, goddamn, if people still, still ask just, questions about sportsters? No, no. Like <laughs> I feel like seventy-five percent of Richmond's hard-tailed sportsters are just not running straight. Oh, right. And well, they're like, they didn't listen to episode number. Well, no, just the other day it happened in in the community garage. Like, hey, is this straight? I'm like, nah. Do <laughs> people like, know what straight is? Because that's really the question. It's like I mean, you, I can look at it and I, tell. I, I, I like, can too. I'm the motherfucker too. that goes to motorcycle I'm just shows wondering and looks at the chains. If the confusion is that straight <laughs> is not crooked, is it not obvious? It is. Yeah, it is. People, I think people think that people, they, I don't know, they trick themselves. Yeah, mm. they trick themselves so they don't have to do the work. Yeah, yeah. I think when you're like all up in a project, it's easy to. Kind of do that like you start reality gets a little different and your emotions get involved and i mean i think the the spec is like a 32nd of an inch which is pretty fucking tight yeah as far as like well that's that's your axle yeah alignment back is 32nd yeah, of an inch laterally so like and that's the other thing is is a lot of times like it's like okay well no that's fucking crooked is your axle straight well i don't know i didn't check well how about you check that first right, right. you know and then but yeah. whatever we'll give yeah so okay. sportsters yeah. are not straight but big twins Big twins are Let's fix those real quick. Really fucking easy to do. Yeah. Provided Can't he's Can you just get the well if it's a provided he ain't on some wacky shit, yeah. Right. I'm gonna tell him what John told me. Hello? Bill. Yes, sir. What's hey, going on? 
Hey, it's real this time. Yeah, you're really on Nartop. Yeah. Tripper, oh, shit. Tripper's got a virus and everything. Oh, he's fucking powering through it. Yeah, he's, he's killing it. He's fine. I do yeah, feel a whole lot better. So uh, the last few days, there was no way I was going to make it in here. I was like huddled up in a puddle on my couch going through both uh, extreme heat and extreme cold. It's like oh, yeah. My... Then fucking sweating it out and then freezing it. Yeah. Yeah. It was That's really good. fun. That's good. Bill, you yourself. <laughs> Where are you coming from, Bill? Where are you calling from? Uh, you called me. Y'all calling him. Ah, I got him. <laughs> I didn't hear what um, he said. I'm in Houston. Oh, cool. Yeah. So did you hear us on, how'd you find us? Uh, through Danger Dan. Yeah. That's yeah. what I figured. That Texas connection. Yeah. He's got Texas on yeah. lockdown. <laughs> Actually, I just moved back to Texas. I was up in or Tennessee for a while. Okay, cool. Yeah. Where in Tennessee but, were you? I was in Chattanooga. Oh, I lived in Chattanooga for about a year. That's about how long I lived there. Yeah. Apparently that's as long <laughs> yes. as you need to be there. Yeah, that's about it. That's about Chattanooga's a great one year town. Yeah. It's good for a year. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean that fucking whole area, the north northeast kind of mid east, north, whatever. Yeah, it got too cold for me. It does. <laughs> It does. Yeah, actually, my dad still lives there, and I talked to him the other day, and it was really nice here. And he was like, it fucking snowed here this morning. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Finally, like, we, we won up somebody. Yeah, for real. <laughs> somebody that I know. Like, I'm sure there's, you know, it's fucking probably cold as shit in Wisconsin or something. But I don't know anybody in Wisconsin. Yeah, I've never been there either. You know, so it doesn't do me any good. It doesn't make me yeah. feel like I'm winning. So what's going on? You got a shovelhead build? Yeah, I got a 77 shovel head about like two years ago, and I'm finally getting to getting around to work on it, and it's been put together. Now I'm just going back and pulling everything apart and putting it back together the proper way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I've got a one and a half inch belt drive, so it's open primary, and when I go to put the new clutch in it, I want to make sure that I get it adjusted right. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. Cool. Uh, you mean the way, make sure you get the actual clutch adjusted? Not the clutch, just getting the belt adjusted right. You oh, know, getting it lined up and everything? Yeah. Because um, right now I have it just thrown together because I was yeah. traveling and I didn't have time to do anything with it. Yeah, so you got you to gotta get the, the clutch hub nut on there and it's going to, because, you know, the shaft is tapered. Yeah, and you have the key. So once you tighten that the clutch hub nut down, it's going to pull the basket in. And um, there's a couple of different ways, I guess, you can kind of make sure that the belt is running straight. One, you got to make sure the tranny's straight. So I don't know. Do you have an even pull? I do not. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no clue. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's like a little a little bracket that they make that um. It's just it's made to pull the transmission straight. I wish I, I don't have I don't know how else to fucking describe it. It's it's um it bolts on the in like it bolts on the tranny plate and two of the, the studs on the trains. And that way it's just gonna pull it. So you can so you can tension it. Or you can just use a fucking pry bar and pry it back and have your buddy hold it and make sure it's kind of straight and then tighten it down. 
Yeah, see, if I had a buddy that was knowledgeable enough to figure out something <laughs> like that, I would do it. But I'll probably have to go the route, which are even pull deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think I've never actually tried to Google even pull to see if it comes up. But that might be a thing. Um, and then you'll be like, oh, and you shit, you might have one. Like, I don't know if you got a box of parts kicking around. Man, um, see, that's I, I just picked the bike up from Louisiana at my buddy's house. And that's where it sat for two years while I was up in Tennessee. Yeah. So I like, I just grabbed whatever I could grab and then brought it out here and pretty much starting all over with what I have pretty much nothing except for tools. Yeah. If you Google Harley trans even pull and then click images, it'll come up. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, the, I guess the other thing is you can assume that the belt is, is actually, straight like as far as shaft alignment because they make shims like right. um there are shims so if you need to uh to shim it behind the rotor on the rotor side all right like on the hub on the clutch hub itself or no on the engine be- side the on engine, the engine side on the sprocket shaft yeah they make uh yeah. and you would shim that to so trying to think of where you could take a measurement maybe take a measurement from like the outside of the bolt to where the inner primary would mount all right from uh on the engine and then do it on the trans and you want them to be within you know 30 second of an inch or so or you could get a laser beam laser beams sound cool yeah yeah laser beams are cool lasers To make sure that it's just that it's running straight that way. You know, I mean, the, the big thing is, is make sure that the transmission's straight and then check your shimming on, on the engine side. Yeah. That's, that's what my main purpose was is like, I wanted to make sure that I get an even pull on that belt. You know, I don't want to have too much tension on the inside or the outside and prematurely wear that belt or right. what not any of your, so, anything. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the main concern for me. Everything else looks pretty square, like lined up. Um, but getting it, getting that tension correct is where I was really looking. And I've seen like they have those trans plates where they, they got the adjusters on it. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So that, that's we were talking about the even pull. Yeah, well, I mean that that's that is one. Yeah, the plates with the adjusters built in, but then the, there's also the other thing. Just that, an actual tool. Yeah, it's like a separate, separate from the plate. But yeah, either one of those things work. All right. Um, yeah, I'll take a look at that. That's if I can get online and check that out. See if I can find some. Sure, I will. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. Is your chain? You got your chain? All that. For the uh, going to the rear wheel, yeah, for the secondary or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all. That's there. Um, I wanted to get everything straight from the motor and trans first and then start playing around with the re- the rear wheel. Did you say it was stock? You're just putting it back together or you hard? It was a box full of parts. Gotcha. And when I left, I bought it two years ago. And as soon as I bought it, I got a job in Tennessee, so I left. Yeah. And 
I left it down with a buddy in Louisiana and he just started piecing it together, you know, uh-huh. and buying parts as we needed them. Cool. And now that it's all together, I got to pull it back apart and just make sure everything's good to go, you know? Right, right, right. And so you never so, heard it run or anything like that. I've, I've drove it around a couple of times. Just, oh, you did? Yeah. Just okay. uh, like in the driveway and then down the street, but not actually getting out on the road or nothing. Mm-hmm. Damn, Bill, you're ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, I was really pushing my buddy. I was like, man, you got to fucking get this thing running for me, man. But, sounds like a pretty good buddy. Yeah, man. I mean, give him a welding machine. He'll do a lot for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair trade, I think. Yeah. So. <laughs> right on. Yeah. That, that was like. That's one of the main things. And then I got to pull the uh, kicker shaft out, replace the kicker shaft. I would, su- and, uh, I would suggest while you're in there, put in the Baker kicker gears, spend the extra money. Oh, on really? Them. Yeah. Spend the extra money on them. All right. Like yeah, 150, like a hundred bucks or so. 150. Yeah. I think 150 sounds about right. But I mean, everything Baker makes is gold. I would suggest Fucking it. Solid, huh? Yeah. While you're, while you're in there, just do it. <laughs> Because what ends up happening is the kicker gears wear out, and then you're going to fucking throw your knee. Const- like, because uh, you just start missing teeth. Oh, yeah. That just, sucks. Yeah. And you just start ruining shit. Yeah. Mainly yourself. Yeah, parts of your own body. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to preserve myself, man. I'm getting old. <laughs> and you got a lot of riding to do down there in Texas. Y'all got a full year that you can ride in. Jealous yeah, hopefully, that. man. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Year round. That's awesome. Until that damn hurricane comes up. Come on, Chuck. Yeah, no, you can't. I'm a, I'll get a fucking uh, jet ski for that shit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Cool. Well, right on, so, Bill. Oh. I got a question about uh, when you do that kicker shaft, uh-huh. that spring for that kicker shaft, how do you tension that? Screwdriver. Screwdriver just... I think that's like uh, doing an old school, like a lawnmower pull start type deal. Yeah, because you just want it to. It only has to wind like once. Like what's more important is the way way you clock the gears. Okay. When you look in the manual, it'll tell you on the. um, You have to have the you have to have the gears because there's a stop on the one kicker gear, so it doesn't like it can't rotate all the way around. There's like a, uh, a peg um, that stops on one of the gears. It acts as a stop to keep the gear from uh, being able to spin 360 degrees inside the all cover. Right. So you're going to have to clock everything once you put it all back together. And then that's going to put the, on the shaft, it's going to put that notch in the right place on the outside for the spring. Um, all right. So I think, I think the last time I did one, I just put it, in the shaft, took a screwdriver and in the hook, you know, and then just wrap that bitch around. And there's really, it's really not as bad. It's a little scary because there's a lot of tension on there, but uh, it might bite you. Yeah, but it, yeah, that's what I was wondering, like how much tension it was. It's like and, one turn. Yeah, it's not bad. You can All tell right. a difference if you don't get it enough. Too. Oh, uh, uh, whenever you're. When you go to uh, kick it or on there, yeah, yeah exactly. it won't return all the way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, yeah. yeah. What's more important is the inside and the way you clock everything. Sounds but, good. But all that shit's in the manual. Just make sure you pay attention when you put it back together. That's all. 
uh, fucking paying attention, reading directions again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hard. It just needs to be done. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Cool. 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 Send us some pictures when you're when you get it all back together. All right. Sounds good. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. We it. always like to hear back and 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 hear what a good job you did from listening to us. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> I fixed it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Cool, Bill. Appreciate you. Yeah, no problem, man. Y'all have a good one. Hey, man, you too. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, Tripper, fucking get better, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You too, man. (laughs) Thanks, Bill. I'll definitely do it good, man. Cool. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. So Bill got it. Whole bike, right? Yeah. Whole bike. Ready to go. Just putting it back together. I feel like being, it seems like he's being pretty smart about it, too. In what way? Like, I probably would have got it back together, and it runs, and I'm like, cool. damn, you know, road trip to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> it's back together. It's done. Let's go. Yeah. I think All it needs is gas. I think there's something to be said about that, too, though. What? Just getting it together and just riding it till it breaks, you know? Yeah. Well, you're going to ride it a couple of times, and it's going to break a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think you're going to have to take it apart a couple of times to fix all the little things. Yeah, I'd be scared if I had an open primary about that primary belt being ready. Yeah. Does that, does that freak you out? Uh, no, because I have a closed primary. <laughs> if you had one, if you had a belt? It wouldn't freak me out, but it just, I similar to Bill, I'd want to make sure it was set up correct. They run straight. Well, they ain't the cheapest things in the world. Right. Because really what happens, you just wear out the belt, and it will... I mean, they can't break, but I feel like the times I've seen them break is when you get like a fucking rock in it or something. Yeah. And Won't it, it wear out the bearings and stuff too, though? Like that's what yeah. you were saying is that like if it's out of alignment, if it's pulled too tight, then you're going to wear out your what main. Yeah. Main the guy. tranny. Yeah. You can definitely um, do that. And then before we talked to him, I guess you, you were on the, under the impression that he was talking about lining up the chain. Yeah. So, well, I knew he had primary question, but I thought he had chain question well, too for but all I guess the listeners not. why don't we go over lining up the chain on a big twin too uh you just use the stock stuff yeah and then you don't have to worry about it right boom <laughs> done that's all you got to do so easy they sell they sell stock stuff and you just put it back on the bike yeah if, you if you're if you're using a hardtail frame uh paco makes what's called a rigid frame axle and v-twin actually sells a, a knockoff of it Although the last one, V-Twin one I had to use, I had to lay down one of the spacers a little bit. But they will fucking line up the sprocket just about every time. And if you're doing like panhead style hardtail frame and you're running a a drum break, well, you just use panhead spacers and line it up. Right. You know? Yeah. So then you don't have to play all the Because they made them in a factory to fit a certain way. So, you know... Just somebody else did all that work for you. It ain't like putting a chain drive on a Sportster. <laughs> <laughs> Which have we really chain has, conversion? Has there been a good kit yet? Has anybody found a good kit? Because it seems like every time I feel like every time they're they're bunk. Yeah, they're wacky. So mm. either the spacers are off or the chains are shit. But also, a lot of these dudes are all using different different hardtails too. Right. So you've got that. You've got that to throw in the mix, right? So you've got the length of the axle or where the axle plates are sitting. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't you would think that they would all be the same width, but I mean, fuck, I don't know. Couldn't you I mean, any way you do it, couldn't you just put shims and spacers in there to 
Yeah, but that's right. a pain in the ass. Yeah, but also it depends on what how it spaces out the because the the belts are so wide, right? Mm-hmm. So then when they yeah those chain drive conversions, they come with a, a offset space or offset uh sprocket drive sprocket on the tranny side. Okay. To make up for how wide the belt is, right? Because in theory, you're using it on your stock setup. Right. Right. So yeah, it would work. But a lot of these dudes, they're fucking hardtailing them, doing a chain conversion. They're changing more than just one variable. So then it becomes this huge fucking thing. Right. And it just goes down the line with all the things that you have to change. And you know, when is, when, when do you just (laughs) stop? (laughs) Yeah. This was a conversation we wanted to have last podcast, episode 12, right? Yeah, because it's 13, that'd be 12. Last time I remembered, it was can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Right. So when do you stop? What's your answer, Corey? Like, when is it enough? Like, so you start, you dig in. So, like, Bill is putting his shovel head back together, right? And it he knows it already ran. He knows it was, like, in good condition at one point. So He rode it around the neighborhood. He rode it around the neighborhood, right? He put it back together, and then, what, something else is off and then this thing's loose and then this thing breaks and then like you got leaky well he doesn't have leaky primary but uh <laughs> i don't know oil pumps leaking something's leaking yeah, all the stuff that can something, go wrong whatever yeah. when's that enough so are we saying when do we make it like yard art where we just yeah when, when do you, you just sell, sell it? it yeah you know like yeah i guess because i think that's that's the big the big question right is people well, are people are always like you know, and and the, and the, I mean, the reality is, is it's up to fucking you. Like, what? How much how, can you handle? Yeah, but how if are you? Keep, you if how it's are you, you though? What are you doing? If it's me, yeah. Well, this is the scale is how much do I love this thing versus what is my metric for for when is enough enough? Am I weighing it financially? Yeah. So do I put a price one, tag on it? Am I like, oh well, I don't want to put more than ten thousand dollars into it, mm-hmm. or do I do it until I get completely fucking frustrated with it and I'm like, fuck this? But your yeah. friends all say that you're crazy for sinking ten thousand dollars into it. Your friends don't know shit. But see, anyway. you know, motorcycles are like retirement plans. Like, whatever number you come up with, double it. <laughs> you know. So, like, we we've, we've had a couple customers come in and like into the shop uh, at Engine and Frame, and they already didn't want to put money into their bikes, right? But they needed to fix their bikes in order to ride them. So it's like weighing their options like i don't want to fix it because i don't want to spend the money but i want to ride it so well, i have to fix that, it, it. like you can sell you ain't gonna be able to really sell a bike that ain't you're not gonna sell it for much not right you're not gonna sell it for what try, it, though. That yeah is all oh, over the internet yeah. oh yeah five hundred dollars 98 percent there brother yeah <laughs> brother brother <laughs> oh that's good good stuff no, I don't. Uh, I don't think. I think it's just. It's very like on that scale of, you know, because it's funny because like you might, you might have. You got a bike, right? And you fuck around with it. You put a little bit of money into it. You're over. It, you sell it for four grand, right? Tripper buys it for four grand. Stoked, right? Got this fucking sweet yeah. shovel here for four thousand dollars, right? He might go ahead and sink another two grand into it, right? Either get it running or not. Fuck it. Sell it for five. Right? Some other dude buys it. He buys it for five. Mm-hmm. He sinks another two, three grand. You know what I'm saying? Like, this could go on forever. You know? And judging by the wiring on my bike, 
it has gone on forever. <laughs> so there's an intrinsic value as well that maybe we're not calculating. We're talking about financial, but what about like the learning curve? How about the fact that Woo. you, you know, you take on a project, you learn some shit, and then you can utilize that knowledge in other areas of your life, like patience. <laughs> yeah. Humility. Humility. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, electrical like soldering or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like some, you know, um, both, you know, moralistic as well as like handyman. I had a cool little, uh, humbling moment the other day, actually. And I said to myself, I was, I was like self, I actually said it to you too, because I was going through, I was, uh, I was looking at somebody's Instagram page and the guy's just like, fabricating all kinds of cool things and leaving all these cool tips about stuff and i was like man i still got a lot to fucking learn like it was kind of overwhelming at, at like that like that moment in time where it's like whoo yeah but I, I i mean personally if i if i get to that point in my life where i feel like i don't need to learn anything then like just shoot me because like that's <laughs> boring what a boring fucking life I think that's when most people move on to other shit well, yeah, well, there's saying. a value of life part of it, too. So there's, you know, uh, private social clubs that people pay money every month so that they can have a place to go hang out with their friends. Right. Right? Like that's a, a, a real thing that exists. Sure. Like a moose lodge. Yeah, but like... Or like a VFW. A little bit different from that. Like uh, what? Just like a completely private place that like... Like a strip what are we club. talking about? Yeah, a strip club? Like no, after no, hours no, club? No, not a strip club, <laughs> just a private social club. Like, like after hours club. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking like, I've never been to a private social club that I paid for. That's because they're private. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're just social clubs. It's like, you know, basically like that way you know that the bar that you're going to that night is mm -hmm. only going to have your friends in it. Okay. Like you know, no, there, there, there's nothing like after hours or... <laughs> like weird sketchy about it just private social clubs but basically the point i'm making is you know or you could dump money into building motorcycles with your friends and make friends and motorcycles right. i see what you're saying okay i see where you're going with this that we're kinda, you know where, where we dump our money into sure it's there's weird value sets with that yeah totally and and a motorcycle person is probably vastly different from a person going to a private social club and paying for it. golf club. Golf club, probably like a golf, like club. a country uh -huh. club. I see. I well, country right. club. Yeah, they ride BMWs. I don't see. Do they? I'm joining a country club. <laughs> Are you sure about that? No, I'm not. Actually, I'm they not. drive golf 354s. Uh, Honda CB 354s because that was the ad. That was the ad. Is that you have a martini and go to the golf club oh, right. on your country CB club. country club on your CB 354. But a few of those fools have road kings too. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So anyway, intrinsic value versus monetary value. Those are those are the those are where you stop. <laughs> you decide on those scales how much is too much. The reality is your friends don't know shit. <laughs> How, where did that come from? Because I was just thinking about what you said earlier about how your friends think. You know, your friends are like, how much money you put in it at? You know what I mean? Uh, like, I see people that are like, they got $8,000, $9,000 iron heads. I'm like, man, phew, hell no. <laughs> to the no, no, no. But like, some people but love. But you're the, their friends. Do you know shit? But some people love the fuck out of iron head. But that's what I'm and saying. And it's like, like, I can't, I, I wouldn't do it. 
You know what I mean? But yep. all right, go ahead. Right. So intrinsic value versus monetary value versus whether or not you give a shit what your friends think. Versus Honda 354s at the country club. Yeah, which, by the way, one of those uh, could probably fetch a pretty high price <laughs> if mean, it's in good condition. You mean no. the nicest people. On you mean the nicest people on a Honda. Um, yeah, I mean, we had a guy come into the shop today asking about his uh, shadow and he took the carburetor off and didn't know what he was doing and then was like, can I bring it to you guys? Which I explained our policy about Hondas. <laughs> Um, and mentioned that he could go to Honda house instead. But the end of the conversation basically was that he decided it was all too much and too much money and that he just was going to sell it because he ran into an issue that he just didn't want to deal with. So he didn't want to pay for it. He also didn't want to learn about it. So the alternative is to just sell the bike. And you know what? I got to give, there's a part of me that like, is like, I can't believe that fucking dude did that. That shit soft. But then there's a part of me that's like, Man, good for that dude to like, because a lot of people will just get stuck yeah. and they'll just be like, <sighs> yeah, I guess I don't have a motorcycle. They're like, well, I don't want to sell it. <sighs> I can't fix it. <sighs> I don't want to pay anybody to fix it. <sighs> I'm just going to close the garage. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then that some bitch will sit there for three years and yeah. then the like, then fuck. Well, then think about how many issues it has three years later. Further, <laughs> after that conversation, he was like, I'll sell it and then I'll come back to you and you can tell me what kind of motorcycle I should buy instead. And I was like, that's a great idea. Come on back. Sportster. <laughs> I'll set you up real nice. Nice, hard-tailed <laughs> You can look real cool and impress all your friends. Good Lord. Yeah. Sportsters for days. So, yeah. I gotta, I gotta give him, I gotta give him some credit for that one because a lot of people will just like they just want it all. I know they and, want and, it all. They're and like, the I don't entitlement wanna... of the world is kind of well. I don't know if it's just the world. I don't know where it's coming from. Entitlement in general is like a disease. It is, it's and gnarly. it keeps spreading. And it's and it's not just about money. Well, should we leave on that note to, to stay to stay heavy? <laughs> So we did recently lose a member of the Richmond music community. Yes, yes. Uh, Kyle Trax. He was the drummer of uh, Cherry Pits, which uh, I was in the You Go Girls, and we played a lot of shows with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and our lead singer, Shaunus, was pretty close to him. Mm-hmm. So Richmond is mourning it today, or this week, or this month. So we, uh, we're going to play some Cherry Pits today for our closing music. Cool. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned for episode 14, probably coming out faster than you can listen to episode 13. Faster than shit. And uh, keep the questions coming. We need more content. We need more uh, discussion topics. Send us some emails. Send us some DMs. Follow us on uh, Nartok Podcast Instagram. Leave us some sick as fuck voicemails. Six, uh, 804, what is that number again? 65 tit 25. Oh my god, what's the real number? 804 old tit 25. Jesus fuck. Uh, old 604-658-4825. Although it's probably honestly easier to remember, remember old it. Tit <laughs> old tit 25. Old tit. Yeah, so give us a call. Um, tell Courtney to Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>